Sales is King, Episode 71. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Sales is King. My name is Dan Sixsmith, and I am your host. And this is a podcast about the changing digital landscape, the new requirements for selling effectively in 2018 and 2019 and beyond, the changing buyer, the difficulties that we face today in sales. And we discuss what is required to succeed and thrive as salespeople today. And I believe that salespeople and sales leaders are at a crossroads. We can either adapt, evolve, change, learn, or we can cling to our old ways and watch our numbers continue to decline. Sales quota attainment has dropped over the last six years. It was in the high 60s in terms of percentages of salespeople that met quota and now has dropped into around the mid-50s in through a six-year drop. So what we talk about in this podcast is what we need to do to make sure that we turn these numbers around and succeed going forward. And by all means, if you haven't reached out as yet, please drop me a note at dan.sixsmith at gmail.com and let's talk a little bit about what you guys are facing out there and how we might be able to help. Hey guys, so welcome to episode 71, can you believe it, of Sales is King. We've been at it for about a year and a half. Um, Super thankful to everybody that listens in, that streams and downloads, um, that has reached out. Um, It's been really a tremendous experience getting to know a lot of you, working closely with you guys, and talking about the issues that face us today, the real challenges um, that we face day in and day out. in the sales arena. You know, and the bottom line is, it's just, it's not, we just can't be good. You know, good is just not enough today. We have to be great, you know, and we have to make the most of every interaction uh, with a prospect because the stakes are really high in each and every conversation uh, and we need to impress, we need to get the prospect to take action, which sometimes, many times, can be difficult because we're dealing with a lot of folks that are status quo conscious, uh, risk averse. So the good salespeople, the great salespeople, are the ones that create an environment which gets the prospects to move. So let's get into today's program. Um, We're talking about money, right? Um, Money, value. Um, There was a book I read a long time ago and I'm trying to dig it out of my um, collection. It was called Rainmaker. And the one thing that I remember about that book is the author, and I will get it, uh, I will find it and put it in the show notes. But the author said, you know, we're not selling technology. You know, we're not selling software. We're not selling medical devices. We're not selling stocks. You know, we're selling money, right? We're selling money. If we're doing things effectively, we're selling money. What does that mean? That means we are showing the prospect 
that there is money to be made by moving forward with us. So that's why it's so important for us in sales today to be comfortable um, in speaking about money, in talking about the pricing in terms of what it will deliver to the prospect. Value selling, right? We've talked about this quite a bit in the podcast. Um, so think about your role. Think about you know your solution um, more as money than anything else. You're selling money. People love money, right? So if you show them how they are going to make money and how much money by moving forward with you, you will be much more successful. And that book really, uh, I have never forgotten that. And it is a great way to look at your sales game today. So, you know, with this in mind, I wanted to jump into um, a new report from the Rain Group. And you know I've mentioned these guys many times uh, on the program. And they're talking about What's going to be key in 2019 for us as we move forward? And a lot of it is going to be centered around this money uh, and value component, right? Um, So, you know, let's jump into this a little bit and talk about it and reflect on it. So, you know, one thing from uh, the Rain Group is that, uh, according to buyers, almost 60% of sales meetings just aren't valuable, you know? So that's, you know, that's one thing to think about, right? So, and we've talked about this quite a bit. So when we're in a meeting with a prospect, we need to deliver some sort of value, right? We need to show them or explain to them something that they haven't seen or read or watched yet, right? We have to come up with some commercial insights. Tell them something they didn't know. Make them want to come back and speak to you again. We don't want to just regurgitate what's on the website, whether it's a demo, whether it's a white paper. We want to tell them something that they would not find um, in a publicly available forum. We want to demonstrate our value. We want to be able to then show them how this solution, how this product makes the customer money. So in reviewing the top five areas that the Rain Group says is required for sales growth in 2019, the very first area is to implement a value-based selling philosophy, right? It's all about showing them the money, right? So what does it mean? What are we talking about when we're talking about bringing value, showing the money, selling money, right? Um, so let's let's start to kind of break it down, right? So the Rain Group talks about three particular buckets: connect, convince, and collaborate, right? Um, firstly, buyers are looking for sellers that connect with them personally, right? That does not mean the traditional, hey, you know, let's play golf, um, you know, let's go out for a three martini lunch. That's not what they're talking about. Okay, connecting with them personally means you have researched them, you have researched the company, um, you're coming in with knowledge, um, you're going to ask thoughtful uh, and intelligent questions that are going to help to uncover needs, uncover their priorities, and start to connect more on an emotional basis with the prospect, that you are there to try and help them reach their goals, um, 
in the organization, right? So you're going to learn about their requirements, their priorities, what they've wrestled with in the past. Um, similarly, you will do your research on LinkedIn and Twitter, et cetera, and see if there's any commonalities, right? Any people that uh, you guys have in common, any organizations you have in common, and do that as part of the connection. As, and as we've mentioned in many of the episodes, um, first impressions now occur online. First impressions now occur online, Right? Uh, before you even walk through the door. So you must have your social profiles up to date. They must be active. They must be interesting because you know that the buyer is going to be looking into you just like you're going to be looking into them before you meet. The second part of Connect is to connect the dots between the needs and the solutions that you bring to the table. The only way you do this is being effective at discovery, being effective at asking thoughtful questions about the prospect's situation, right? And then being able to connect the dots, right? And that's a, a difficult thing for many salespeople to do today. The research is definitely showing that. The consultative approach, um, you know, is, is a new approach for many people, right? The old school approach is going in and flipping up a PowerPoint and talking about what we do and all of the great benefits and features of our solution without even really understanding what the prospect is faced with today and if it even makes sense. So we have to be able to ask those questions. We have to be able to then make the connection between what we do, how we can help, and how we can solve those issues. Um, so that's the connect part, according to the RAIN group. The convince part is to show that we, as the salesperson, is we are the best choice. I am the best choice. And we do this by delivering a top-rate customer experience, right? You figure out a way to differentiate not only your company and your solution, but yourself. How do you engage, right? Um, are you following up with value? Are you sending, um, you know, interesting pieces of content uh, as follow-up? Or are you just pestering, you know, um, just asking questions? Where are we? Are you ready to move forward, et cetera? Are you more of a pain in the neck or are you delivering value um, in these follow-ups? And, you know, is your approach different, right? Are you more thoughtful? Are you more consultative? Uh, do you really care about the prospect and their issues? Those things are going to come across and differentiate yourself versus, you know, hey, it's all about me, my company, my commission, me, 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 me. That comes right through. So, um in the convinced category, differentiating yourself that you, the seller, are, are the best choice. Secondly, that your solution will yield the maximum ROI. Okay, how many salespeople can effectively go in and talk about return on investment? Um, it's a small group. So you need to be fluent in value, fluent in ROI. We can help you with that um, at Alinean, at Mediafly. So talk to me about this if you need help with tools, with messaging that can help you have a conversation about ROI, showing them the money. If you invest X amount with us, you will get your money back in X number of months. You will make X percent on this investment. You know, what will this investment do for you in terms of making you more money, growing your revenue, reducing costs, reducing risk, uh, improving efficiency, right? 
um, you have to be fluent in this. And it's part of this whole great salesperson model that we're talking about. The last part of convince, uh, according to the Rain Group, is to convince them that there is minimum risk. And this is huge because buyers are risk averse. And many times what I hear when I'm out there is salespeople like me and you saying, my biggest competition sometimes is the status quo. I can't get these guys to move away from the status quo. So um, one of the key parts of value selling is showing the prospect or the customer that there is tremendous risk in standing still. So I call it turning the tables on risk. Showing the prospect that the greatest risk today is not taking action. Um, and we've seen that uh, all throughout uh, businesses in the digital economy today, right? Um, the Sears Robux, uh, the Blockbusters, companies that, uh, the sports authorities, right? Toys R Us, companies that have kind of sat on their hands uh, and have not taken action no longer exist. So you need to use those analogies. You need to show the prospect that there is tremendous risk in standing pat. And here's how your solution will actually minimize the risk. Uh, very important. The last part is called collaborate, right? Um, will we work well together? And, um, you know, one of the interesting things that I've been reading is um, that prospects want to know what's going to go on after the sale, right? What's going to go on after the sale? And the salespeople that paint that picture are doing very, very well. You know, can you describe what's going to happen? You know, who's going to be running this engagement? What is the team like? What is the process going to be like? Um, you know, what will they get at the end? What will the particular end result be? You have to paint that picture of the experience that the prospect will get when they move forward with you. So, um, and it's important that they're going to like the team. They need to engage with people that are going to be on the team. The last part of collaborate is called... Um, bringing new ideas and insights, right? And that's critical. We've talked about it, right? What are you bringing to the table? Do you have an idea? Can you think on your feet? Um, are you delivering insights, right? So when you're asking questions, is it just an interrogation or are you delivering some value, some insights, right? Um, in some of the tools we create, we talk about um, some benchmarks, right? We show them uh, how they compare, to others in their industry, right? That's insights. That's value. Those are ideas. Um, these are things that you can leverage when you're in there trying to sell value. Um, and quite honestly, you know, those companies that sell value, according to Rain Group, are growing their revenue um, in a much higher rate than those that are not selling value. So that's showing people the money, right? Um, selling value, number one for 2019. Um, number two, according to the Rain Group, is investing in effective sales training. So what is effective sales training, right? Only 17% of companies report that their sales training is effective. Um, and I'm going to tell you why that is, because I've been out there and I've done, I've done some of this. Um, you can't just train people, right? Uh, you have to coach them. So coaching 
is the missing ingredient um, in this whole sales performance improvement. You know, you can you can you can show somebody what to do, right? You can you can train them on techniques, um, but you have to follow through. You have to coach them. You have to see how they're putting it in practice and coaching in general. Uh, across all organizations, not only sales, is an area that is one of the hottest areas uh, and one of the most um, valuable areas, if done well, to improve revenue. So, you know, do you have a coaching culture? You know, we did a whole uh, show on this, right? Do you have a coaching culture? Do you know how to coach, right? Do your sales leaders know how to coach? Do they know how to coach salespeople? Right, and what type of training are you deploying? Right, so um, that's a whole nother episode, but something to really think about going forward um, in 2019. And value selling must definitely be at the top of that training and coaching. Um, number three is growing existing accounts. Right, um, we spend so much money on bringing in new logos, but you know, the, the, the most fertile ground is with the companies that we're already working with, right? So are we making sure that these current customers are satisfied? Are we deploying our customer success teams um, to go out there and make sure that everyone is happy, right? That the experience is good, that the, um, the solutions and products are working well, right? And are we asking for referrals, Right? Are we going in there and saying, hey, who else in this organization should we be speaking to? You know, and are we upselling? You know, are we talking about additional pieces of the puzzle that can help this prospect um, make additional money working with us? So number three is growing existing accounts, which, of course, is critical. Um, number four increasing the effectiveness of sales managers, right? Uh, we've talked about this, and this is critical, right? The sales managers today, um, like sales reps today, need to learn new skills. This is not just about managing pipelines, right? This is about coaching. This is about riding along, you know? This is about teamwork, right? This is about helping the salesperson, perhaps, um, in these meetings. Uh, so, you know, very, very important. Interesting stat, 66% of companies do not believe their managers have the skills needed to manage and coach sellers. 66% of companies, okay? Um, so the, the question is, what are we going to do about it? What are you going to do about it, Mr. and Mrs. CEO or Ms. CEO? What are you going to do about it? How will you improve your sales manager's skills? How will you help them coach and motivate sellers? Very interesting. Only 27% of companies agree that they have processes to coach their strategic account managers to be effective. Only 27%. Only 28% of companies agree they are effective at holding strategic account managers accountable. So this is a huge area, 
moving into 2019? How do we make our sales managers better? And in turn, how do we make the sales reps better, right? Number five, and then we'll sign off for this week. Um, how do we maximize sales productivity, right? 71% of companies don't believe their sellers manage their time and days effectively. Um, there was another stat, which I need to, I'll add to the show notes, um, the percentage of time that salespeople spend actually selling. You know, I think it's in the 30s. Um, and the other 60-something percent is administrative. <clears throat> so this is critical, right? It's like, um, you know, when you're on the playing field, you want to be making the most out of it, right? Um, you know, so you got to think about your day. There's a lot to be said about time management. There's a lot to be said about tools that can help you be more effective. Mediafly. Um, Alinean was just acquired by Mediafly, a tremendous platform that can help the sales teams um, make the most out of their time, minimize the amount of time that they have to spend searching for content. You know, um, it's critical, you know, reducing this administrative burden, making the most of the day, right? Talking to the customers, right? Do your emails later. There are different ways that you can manage your time better. <clears throat> the most effective salespeople are the ones that are excellent at time management, that are leveraging um, the skills, the tools necessary to make the most out of the day, to connect with more customers, to set up meetings, to get on the phone. You could do the administrative BS later, right? But find the tools Get into a rhythm that's going to make you more efficient, more successful. So great uh, info today from the Rain Group, and you should follow these guys um, if you haven't. They give us five key areas to grow in 2019. Um, top of the list, show them the money. Sell money. Value selling, right? Um very, very important. Secondly is investing in effective sales training. And I am going to add on top of that, coaching. Teach your sales managers how to coach. Number three, grow existing accounts. Number four is increase the effectiveness of sales managers. Number five, maximize sales productivity. That's it for now, guys. Until next time. Peace.